Hey, Thriver. Welcome to the Career Thrivers podcast. I'm so glad you're here. This is your arena where authenticity meets ambition. Your career path is championed. Your leadership journey is supported. And I'm going to encourage you to speak up even when your voice shakes. I'm your host, Brittany N. Cole, here to guide you through owning your power, your narrative, your impact, and increasing your income. Throughout the show on each episode, you'll hear from some incredible leaders who are going to inspire, challenge, and transform your thinking. We'll discuss what authentic leadership really means, diving into conversations that defy conventions and celebrate your true self. Whether you're making strides in the corporate boardroom or breaking ground on your own ventures, this is your platform for growth, reflection, and breakthrough. I'm so glad you're here. Let's thrive together. Hey, Thriver, welcome back to the show. Today, we are diving into one of my favorite leadership topics to discuss. I believe that this topic, if you do one thing and only one thing to take your career and your life really to the next level, it would be this. Now, we're going to get into the art and the science of personal branding. So I can remember for myself being in a corporate organization. I was working at Pfizer. I want to say this was 20, it had to be like 2014, 2015, right? So it was just after I decided not to accept this promotion to move into a marketing role and I had to do damage control. If you've ever been in in an experience where for whatever reason, whether it's your own decision-making or there's some out side force that creates a bit of a narrative around your performance or you as a person inside of your organization, this was where I was. So I didn't take this career opportunity that was a massive chance for me to join a marketing team. So at that particular time, probably one of the most recognized brands at our organization and definitely I would say top three recognized pharmaceutical brands in the world, Viagra. So I had gone through this interview process to become a part of the Viagra marketing team to transition out of the sales division and take on my first marketing role. And many of you know the story. I've talked about it here on the show. I decided to turn down the offer. And the downstream impact of that, the ripple from that decision was that I didn't turn down an offer in an organization down the street. I turned down an offer inside of the organization where I had to show up the next day. So you can imagine there were lots of conversations that were happening about why didn't Brittany take this role, many of which did not include me. <laughs> and even some of the ones that did include me, I can remember a leader, I'll never forget, looking me in my face and saying, Brittany, you do know that you just committed career suicide. It was that kind of intense disappointment across many different leaders and even across different business functions because this decision was bigger than I realized at the time. Like there were even some DEI implications around my decision not not to take this role. So I remember having a choice to make and that choice was, okay, Brittany, you can either allow people to share their opinion about why you did or didn't take this role to create these narratives or you can own your narrative. And I think we think about our reputation and our narrative when things are going wrong in our career or when we have a disruption or something similar to that happens where there's a narrative out there and we want to change it. But for many of us, we don't think about our narrative, our reputation 
before that happens, right? And what is your ongoing responsibility as a leader to own your brand? And so I think that for you as a leader, right, one of the ways that you're going to become a thriver, move to that next level within your organization is that you have to take as much pride in your personal brand as you do in your title. For many of us, we over-index on our title. We say, oh, I'm insert title at said company. And we think that that is synonymous with our brand. We think that, oh, that's enough to communicate for someone to understand the value that I bring to my organization. And I would say to you, my friend, that it's not enough, right? So what is a personal brand? Let's take a step back for a second to get into some of the science. And then we'll talk a little bit about the art of personal branding and how you can actually own your brand. This season of the Career Thrivers show was recorded inside of AB Hillsborough Village. In the rhythm of Nashville, AB dances to a tune of inclusion and community. Curated by Nashville's own Marcy and Derek, this premier live music and event venue harmonizes local flair with a very welcoming spirit. It's more than a space. It's where Nashville's diverse heartbeat is celebrated, making every event an inclusive masterpiece. Learn more about AB at anzblue.com. When you think about the word brand, B-R-A-N-D, brand means belief, right? So much like beauty, right? If you're following that, like, okay, your, your personal brand is the belief that someone else has about you. Much like beauty, then branding is in the eye of the beholder, right? Or it's really in the, in the mind and uh, sight and heart of the customer or your client, or in this case, your coworkers, Right. So you can't necessarily control your brand, but you can cultivate it, right? There are things that you can do to really own your brand. So if you say brand is belief and you believe that, that might sound good. Let me give you some statistics to back it up. So there's a management consulting firm that did some research on what are the ways that people, regardless of your demographic, advance within their career, right? And they came up with three things, performance, image, and exposure, P-I-E, or for short, we call it pie, right? So you've got to know your pie. Well, many would say, like if I were to ask you, which of those three matter most? When it comes to career advancement, does performance, image, or exposure matter the most? This management consulting firm did a report and found that performance is only 10% of career advancement. So what that means practically is the job description that's connected to the title that you are fulfilling in the role that you're in right now, how you perform in that job function, in that role is only 10% of career advancement. It doesn't mean that performance doesn't matter, but what it does say is that if you are going to move up in your career or move forward, rather, whether it's moving to the side, making lateral power moves or advancing and getting promoted, you have to have more than just performance. You have to do more than just work hard. You have to work smart. And the way that you work smart is getting into that 90% of the pie. So 30% of career advancement is image. So it's what people think of you. It's your reputation. The other 60% is exposure right? And so you want to be intentional about your pie, your performance, your image, and your exposure, right? And so I want to make sure, because I'm like, did I, did I tell you the numbers right? Let me make sure I told you the, number, the numbers right. So performance is 10%, exposure is 60%, 
and your y'all are checking me on my math right now. And I can hear you. That's that's fine. And your image is 30%, right? That's the pot. Those are the, those are the numbers, right? And so exposure is about, let me give you a practical example of that, right? It's about the opportunity that you have to get in front of other teammates, other leaders, other peers within your organization that are outside of your direct team. And for many of us, we've mastered our direct team. We have great relationships on our team. We know our manager very well, but we don't have that exposure, right? To have visibility into other business units, to have visibility into other lines of the business. So you have to own that pie. You have to be one aware of it, right? And then I want to help you to shape it. So I'm going to briefly walk you through three ways that you can own your personal brand. Because again, your title is something that you rent, right? I have on my t-shirt today, if you're listening in, one of our t-shirts with Career Thrivers, it has listed on it, the six current black CEOs of Fortune 500 organizations. So of course, if you if you aren't, in case you aren't familiar, the Fortune 500 list is the top largest 500 largest corporations. And out of those 500 organizations, six of the CEOs or six of those organizations have black CEOs, right? So one of the CEOs names that's on my shirt is Tashonda Brown Duckett. She is a woman, a leader that I admire so much. Currently, she's the CEO of TIAA. And she often talks about renting your title and owning your character. Well, I want to add a, a twist on this today and talk about renting your title, but owning your personal brand, right? Let me give you an an analogy that I often share with leaders. So the question is not, do I have a personal brand? You might be listening to this episode today and thinking, Brittany, I'm not on LinkedIn. I'm not on Instagram. I don't have a personal brand. Let's go back to the definition. Your personal brand is not your Instagram account. Your personal brand is not your LinkedIn profile right? Social media is the way that you scale your personal brand. Your brand is the belief that others have about you, right? So your brand, two things make up your brand, your image and your identity. We over index on image. We under leverage our identity, right? Who you actually are. That's how you bring authenticity to your personal brand, right? So identity and image make up your personal brand. And then those two things, especially in the corporate context, but even if you're an entrepreneur listening in that image and that exposure, that's how you advance. So whether you're trying to advance in title at your company, rent a new title, right? A bigger title, or whether you are trying to grow that business, right? To get bigger customers and clients to have, to increase your average deal size and deal flow to create consistent cash flow inside of your company, leveraging and owning your personal brand is a way that you do that. So the question isn't, do you have a personal brand, right? Think of your personal brand as a car. We all have a car on the road. I have a car, you have a car. The question isn't, do you have a car or a brand? The question is, where are you in proximity to the car? Are you in the passenger seat of the car? Are you in the back seat of the car? Or Are you standing on the side of the road watching your car go down the street? And for too many of us, that's our positioning. We're not even in the car. Our car is going 70 miles an hour down the road. and We have no handle on the reputation, the brand that's being cultivated about us, right? But you have one. So let me give you these quick things and make sure that you check out careerthrivers.com forward slash podcast because there's a resource there that can help you put this into practice, all right? Three things that you need to do to own your personal brand. I'm gonna give you the three things and I'll quickly go through each one. 
Hey Thriver, I'm excited for you to get your hands on your copy of The Blueprint to More Visibility and Influence. This is a powerful free resource that's designed to catapult your influence and amplify your impact in your business or company. Now, this isn't just another online guide. This is your strategic companion that's going to walk you through the world of personal branding and authentic leadership. Inside, you'll unlock essential strategies that are going to help you do a few things. One, sharpen your self-awareness and own your unique story. Navigate the complexities of workplace dynamics with more confidence. Elevate your presence in any room and ensure that you are not only seen, but also heard and valued. Why wait for opportunities when you hand create them? With this blueprint, you'll learn how to cultivate a personal brand that commands respect and opens the door for new opportunities. And the best part, you'll start seeing the world differently, not just as a place where you fit in, but one where you stand out. You'll transform your self-doubt into more self-assurance and turn your aspirations into tangible achievements. So join me in our community of thrivers who are making their mark. Don't let this moment pass you by. Head on over to letsthrivetogether.com to download your free copy of The Blueprint to More Visibility and Influence today. Start your journey and let's thrive together. First, you've got to show up. Second, you've got to speak up. Third, you have to step up. All right. So show up, meaning let me give you a practical example. I spent nine years in sales at Pfizer and the way I am wired, I gain energy alone. For some people, they call that being an introvert, whatever language you want to give to it. But like, I have no problem being by myself, love reading, love writing, like me and me can have a great time. So I can remember going to all day sales meetings and literally y'all having to like, I, I, I share a lot about affirmations and declaration, like literally having to talk to myself to bring myself to a place where I could go to the dinner after the sales meeting. <laughs> Cause in my mind, I'm thinking y'all, we just did nine intense hours of sales training and then there's a not one hour, but two to three hour dinner because we're a big group afterwards show up, especially in the in a corporate environment. If you were a woman, because that's really where, again, that I and E of the pie, that image and that exposure, that's where those conversations are happening. So one, you have to show up if you're an entrepreneur, show up to the conferences, show up to the industry uh, organizations, get connected, become a member, right? You have to show up to elevate that visibility. The second thing that you need to do is to note what a mentor said to me when I was in my marketing role. I'll never forget it. I just stepped into this new role. And again, I'm, I'm a, I process, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm in these meetings and I'm saying, okay, I'm new to the organization or new, not new to the organization, new to the team, new to the marketing department. I need to make sure that I'm taking in and listening in these meetings so that I can eventually contribute in a meaningful way. And I'll never forget, I had a mentor of mine, uh, Gerald, and, and he's like a brother to me to this day. Uh, we, we get out of the meeting and he's like, Brittany, let's walk down the hall for a second. And I'm like, you know, I'm thinking we just going to have, you know, the meeting after the meeting or just kind of, you know, chop it up down the hall before we head back to our offices. And he's like, he turns to me and he's like looking intently in my eyes and he's like, you are in the room. You are at the table and I'm going to need you to speak up. And that is my message to you. You're in the room. You've, you've gotten the role. You're at the table. You have the title that you've been after. Now it's time for you to speak up. The second way that you own your personal brand is not by overthinking, not by thinking about what you want to add to the meeting for so long 
that Bob says it before you get to, and everyone's like, oh my God, that's such an amazing idea, knowing that you've been sitting on the idea for the last 20 minutes, right? Speak up, stop second guessing and use your voice to contribute to the meeting. And then the last way that you own your personal brand is by stepping up. There was this wave of a trend around quiet quitting a couple of years ago that I understand all of the different sides of, but I'll share with you what's been my personal experience and the experience of those leaders that I've had the opportunity to coach. Those people who have stepped into doing more than what's required. And I hear you, you're saying, Brittany, but that's not on my job description. I don't get paid to do that. That requires extra time. I hear you. But as a leader, those that not only show up, that not only speak up, but that step up into those additional roles, that step up and take on those additional responsibilities to do more than what's required to add value to their organizations. Those are the people that get advanced. And I promise you, if you do those three things, right? If you're just stepping up alone, but you're not speaking up, right? You're not showing up in your one-on-one meetings and really sharing with your manager what you want to see next. You might find yourself stagnant, but if you are showing up, If you're speaking up and saying, hey, this is my aspiration. This is what I want to do next. Hey, here are my thoughts in terms of what I've researched before coming into the meeting and listening to the conversation. Here's how I think the business needs to move. Like when you are really owning that power in your voice, in your visibility and in your contribution, you will see your career and your business advance. Can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Career Thrivers Show. I hope that you took as much from that episode as I did to not only be inspired, but to actually move towards action. And I want to help you do that. So be sure that you head on over to careerthrivers.com forward slash podcast and download our Thrivers Guide to take your career and leadership to the next level. Share this episode with a friend or a colleague, subscribe, rate and review. And I cannot wait to see you inside the next episode.